Hi. Hello. I'm really honored to be here and I feel really so blessed that God brought me in the land of opportunities. So let me start from here. I, I spoke in Pastor Kevin's home uh, in a, a small Bible group study group. And at that time I told people, I'm from Pakistan, but I'm not terrorist. <laughs> this is this is what you know about Pakistan through media and news that Pakistan uh, you can I, I hope you are hearing a lot of bad stuff about Pakistan what is happening there that's true but my job is to bring terrorists into the kingdom of God that's, right. that's my job as a man of God or as a his as his humble servant so I am here to share about my story. We have so many difficulties in Pakistan. We have so much suffering or persecution in Pakistan, but still, good news is this, God is working there. God is moving there. Our God is awesome God. So, today, briefly I want to share about my ministry in Pakistan, then I want to talk about where Pakistan is because most of the Americans they don't know where Pakistan is even though they know Pakistan is considered that somehow uh, there is a lot of uh, terrorism going on but still many people don't know where Pakistan is located in the world which, which part of the world Pakistan is so my mission in Pakistan is its name is Agape Mission for Pakistan so I have few pictures with me I want to show you and then I will explain a little bit how we are working there and where Pakistan is and what challenges we are facing in Pakistan and then how you as my brothers and sisters can stand with me for Pakistan because we cannot ignore Pakistan. It is just impossible. Last Sunday I was speaking in Pastor Cameron's church I told God asked Cain, where is your brother Abel? He said, am I my brother's keeper? Yes, he was. We are our brother's keepers. So, let me start from my mission name is Agape Mission for Pakistan. Please, just go back. So my, please go back. My mission statement is to glorify God and spread his love and to equip and raise others in Pakistan and in the universe. Everything what I am going to present here, it is not what I thought, it is what God gave me and I just put it, put it in written form. So, nobody wants to love the people who are killing others or nobody wants to love the people who are killing my brothers and sisters in Pakistan. But our Jesus has taught us we have to love them. That's right. We have to love them. We have to show our love. Even they are persecuting us. Even they are killing us. Even they are against us. So God just put in my heart. And I sense. Because I cannot say God came and spoke to me. This is the way God. I sense. I felt. This is what God wants me to do. So agape. Uh, uh, we are showing agape love to Pakistani people. So that's why 
that mission state, I, I was praying and God just put it in my heart. That would be the statement of my mission. To glorify God because in my life, God is always first. Amen. So, to glorify God and spread His love and to equip and raise others in Pakistan and in the universe. That's what we are doing in Pakistan. Next, please. So, where Pakistan is? Pakistan is really very important country. We have 97% Muslim in Pakistan. 3% we are Christians in Pakistan. And let me tell you, Pakistan is the most extremist country in the world. We are ready to go for jihad for any country, for any Muslim brother country. We can go Palestine. Still we don't recognize Israel as country because we are standing with Palestine. We can go to Palestine, we can go to Syria, we can go to Afghanistan or Iran, anywhere where Muslims are in trouble. Because Pakistani, they think we are the fort of Islam. We are the defender of Islam. So Pakistan is located strategically, it is very important country. You see, Afghanistan, we are sharing borders with Afghanistan, China, India and Iran. But American government is spending a lot of money and they are giving a lot of money to Pakistani government and armies because we are partner against the uh, war against terrorism and Pakistan gave bases to attack on Afghanistan after 9-11. Why? It is very easy to attack from Pakistan to Afghanistan. We are sharing about just two hours from Pakistani city Peshawar to Afghanistan, it takes just two hours to reach Afghanistan. And still now, through Pakistani, I think we have provided roads to provide, uh, I mean, all the eating stuff and everything. Through, uh, they are going, uh, I think containers are going from Pakistan to, to, uh, to Afghanistan. If Pakistan will stop supply, it will be very difficult to, uh, you can say, feed the armies. So Pakistani, they are, of course they are getting money. Why America is sent, uh, spend, uh, to me, why America is, American government is giving a lot of money to Pakistanis? Because American, they can control Iran from Pakistan. They can control China. Now China is also, they are trying to be superpower in the world. Then India is also a very big country. And then Afghanistan. And Pakistan itself. <laughs> Pakistan itself is not easy place. So, where I am, you can see Lahore. Lahore is the second biggest city of Pakistan. I am living nearby Lahore, just one hour, 30 minutes drive. And there is Islamabad. Islamabad is our capital. And Peshawar, I have been in Peshawar. And then we, northern part, we have K2. K2 is the second highest mountain in the world. Number one is Mount Everest and number two is K2. So here we are in Pakistan. Next please. You can see Lahore, then there is between Lahore and Sialkot, there is Gujranmala. I am living in Gujranmala, that is my city. This is our flag. And next please. Okay. There was a time when Faisal Mosque was the biggest mosque in the world. And all funding was given by Saudi Arabia. Saudi Arabia loves Pakistan, loves Pakistan because Pakistan has strong army. Among Muslim countries, Pakistan is the only nuclear power. And among 50 uh, Muslim countries, Pakistan, I think Pakistan is the strongest country. They have weapons, they have big army, 
and they can fight. And that's why they're helping uh, American uh, armies in Afghanistan to fight against terrorism. So this mosque, I think, no, it is on, maybe you can Google it is on number three or number four, I don't know exactly, but there was a time when it was number one mosque in the world, biggest mosque. Maybe when Pastor Kevin and Jimmy, they're coming to Pakistan, I will take them there, <laughs> Islamabad, and I will show them. It's really big, very big uh, mosque. Next, please. It is our flag, green part represent Muslims, 97% Muslims, and white part represents Christian, uh, I mean minorities. We are 3%, Hindus are very few. So this is how they have, you can say, make our flag. Next please. This is our culture, I am from Punjab. We have, uh, before partition, uh, we were divided in 1947, Pakistan and, and India, we were one country. 1947, we were divided into, into two countries. And then Punjab also was divided. India has bigger part of Punjab, we have smaller part of Punjab. We are sharing border. From Lahore city, it takes just 20 minutes to reach Indian border. So I am Punjabi, I can speak Punjabi also because I, uh, that's my mother tongue. This is our culture. This is how they, you can say, have wedding ceremonies like this. Next please. This is our food, curry. Maybe you have heard about Indian curry. So that's in a chicken curry and we call it tortilla. Yesterday we cooked curry. India, Pakistani curry. Pakistani chicken curry. Okay, next please. This is my church. This PBT was made long time ago. But anyway, you can, anyway you can see something here. That's my church. Here we have 8 a.m. service every Sunday. About 100 people, they come there and we have worship together. You see, in Pakistan, women, they sit on one side and men, they sit on the other side. Every woman, she has to cover her head during worship time. That is our culture. So we don't just sit, we don't mix with each other. I mean, even Muslim ladies, they cannot go to mosque. Only Christian, we have this free, this much freedom we have in our, 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 our I mean, Christianity. We don't, I can say, care. We, we go together, but in church we sit one side women, one side men. So that is our choir. That is traditional. Uh, somehow we call it harmonium. Next, please. Holy Communion and Sunday service, uh, Sunday school. Uh, we have Sunday school and then this is Holy Communion going on. Next, please. These, this is our uh, women fellowship. That, at that time we, we didn't have church at that place and we, women were gathering in the house. We were worshipping in the house. That is a different place. First place, morning 8 a.m. Then we have worship service 11 a.m. And then I have to move other place 2 p.m. Every Sunday I have to go three different locations to, as you can say, to have worship service. Next year. This is also our church gathering. It is, uh, I'm sure it is Christmas service. That's why many people, you can see, they, they, many people showed up at that time. Next. Uh, we have open air service also. It is on the, and this is on the top of the roof. So we are just having tent around and then we are worshipping. Next please. Our children, uh, our Sunday school 
uh, activities. This is Sunday, uh, Sunday school children. Uh, they, these are Sunday school children, and uh, uh, we are having. Uh, they are having some activity. I, I, I guess Christmas play. They have Christmas play at that time. Next, please. This is also Christmas play pictures. These are next, please. This is open air evangelism. So sometimes people think maybe Pakistan is closed country, like just like uh, China. No. We have freedom, I mean in, in terms of, uh, we can build churches, we, we can build churches. I, I, I got lessons to conduct marriages among Christian couples. So uh, Pakistani government, they issue us uh, license, so we can conduct marriages among Christian couples. Next please. Revival meeting, that is a uh, uh, revival meeting going on, we can do that also and we are just uh, having a revival meeting and she is my wife, she is also praying with me. Next. This is also open air meeting, revival meeting, we can do that. Next please. Okay, Muslim evangelism, how we, we are doing Muslim evangelism in Pakistan? That's very important to know. Sometimes people, people are so much emotional, uh, they think maybe we can just go and give Bible to Muslims. It's not as easy as we think. They will kill. I'm sure they will kill. What we have to do, we have to make good relationship with Muslims. And when we make good relationship, then we can talk with them, then we can talk, we, we can share gospel with them. So these are Muslim Imams. Just you can say Muslim pastors. So they are uh, at our Independence Day, we invited them and we had good relationship with them and uh, we are just cutting cake for on, on our Independence Day. And in this way, we are sitting together. The, the, the reason why we are trying to, you can say, make good relationship with them, of course, evangelism. Then, if we, are, we have no relationship with them, then they will give more tough time to us. In this way, they, we can you can say reduce the distances between two nations. That, that's the way. And these guys, they are coming to my church. And one of them was get healed. So they started to come in our church. They, they, want to, they want us to pray for them so they can be healed in church. They believe that Jesus can heal. That's a good thing. They can believe. They believe that Jesus can heal. I don't think uh, in their their religion it is, I can say, healing or uh, other stuff. I, I don't think they believe that. So next please. So this is also uh, same summer picture. Next please. <coughs> this is our Bible school. We start, uh, my, my vision is, uh, just, just you can say, triangle. I, I focus on threefold ministry. First, raising leaders and training disciples. That's very important. To me, it is very important. I finished my master studies from uh, Korea and I went back. I, I had been pastoring for 12 years at that time. But to, from 2012 to 2014, I was in Korea. I finished my master studies from evangelical, very good evangelical Bible school. It was really good school. When I went back, I was surprised. I knew what is happening, but when I went back, it was more surprising because in Korea, people are studying Bible. 
Really, they are carrying Bible in the churches. Nobody is running after healing or deliverance, other stuff. They, they want to learn their Bible. So in Pakistan, so many things are going on. We have challenges from Muslims from outside and we have challenges from inside also. Muslims, of course, they, are, they, they, they persecute us. They kill us. They attack on Christian churches. And so many other things. We, we are discriminated in Pakistan. Christians, they cannot run their own business properly. They cannot run their own restaurant. Nobody will come and eat uh, in a Christian restaurant. Nobody. Somehow you can say untouchable people. In some areas it is very strict, but in big cities it's okay. We can, you can say, eat everywhere. It is no problem. But in remote areas it is very difficult. So when I, I was in Pakistan, I, I went back to Pakistan, I, I realized so many great, to me, just for, uh, you can say in terms of ministry, you can see big ministry, they are, they are running big, big ministry in America and other countries. They are going to Pakistan. Many preachers from America, they are going to Pakistan. They are, they are having big crusades in Pakistan, 50,000, 30,000, sometimes 100,000 people. Because they are giving big funds and Pakistani guys, they are arranging crusades for them. What I realized, many people, they are just buying whatever they are, they are hearing or listening in crusades. Most of the time, to me, they are cheating them somehow. Why? Because they are giving them prosperity. They are giving, I, I, I think, uh, they are giving them false hopes and false dreams. I, I believe that they are false dream sellers. They are just they are selling dreams. And uh, I, I discussed with Pastor Kevin, you know, sometimes uh, there are 50,000 people and people don't know properly and if Pastor, uh, the preacher is asking how many people are going to give their life to Jesus Christ? And maybe people will raise hand. And preacher will come back and he will say, I saved 10,000 people in Pakistan in a meeting. And most of them are already Christian. They are already Christian. Really, they are already Christian. But they go, you know, it is really big show. People love to go there. Some, uh, okay, I am not saying everybody is going just for that, but some are going really uh, with good faith. So, when I went back, I realized, I must focus on leaders. I cannot give 100%. Maybe I can impact 5% uh, people. I, I, I have to contribute because God has trusted me. That's why He is equipping me. He is training me. And people are, He is, you can say, convincing people to invest on me. So I have to work on that. So we started Bible school in 2015. And uh, in 2017, we had first graduation of our Bible school. Its name is Agape School of Theology. It is just two years ministry diploma. My slogan is this, we are not raising, we are not uh, making scholars, we are not training scholars, we are training ministers. We need ministers. Those who have passion, those who have heart for God and for His people. That's why I am working on my uh, PhD dissertation and my title is servant leadership and then I want to just contextualize uh, uh, can, you can say I want to put something I want to give something to Pakistani leadership so we are training now leaders in Pakistan can you go back, go back please okay we started in a house 
we, we don't have a building, school building. Then we moved to church in 2017. We moved to church. Two years we were there in house and then we moved to church. Now we are teaching. Every Friday we have two, two, two hours class from 10 to uh, morning 10 a.m. to 12 p.m. Why? I hope it, it is working and I am not just doing traditional things or traditional, I don't want to run traditional Bible school. People don't have time. They are very busy. And most of them, those who are coming here, they are in ministry already. We requested them, please come back. You are our leader also. We don't want, we don't consider your students, they don't want to be students again. So we are just helping them. They didn't get any training, but they are, they are carrying Bible and they are going. And if somebody is coming and preaching, they are, whatever they are learning, they are preaching there. So somehow, this Bible school is really to, I believe that it will help Pakistani leadership a lot. It will raise leaders in Pakistan. And this is what I am thinking. I love to think, not just going and doing things. It, we have to make strategy, something. So what I do, I believe, now I am, we are teaching in my city. But later we will spread this school in all cities of Pakistan. We will raise disciples, then they will do their uh, other city, one will do other city. So in this way, every year we will have big graduation ceremony. In this way we can impact or uh, we can train leaders in, a bad, uh, in an effective way. So this is what we are doing through this Bible school. Uh, again, I cannot do 100%, but I believe that we can do something. One cannot do everything, but one can do something. So this is what we are doing. Next, please. This is our first graduation ceremony. Uh, we gave diplomas 10 students in 2017. And this year we gave uh, diplomas to six students through this Bible school. Next, please. Next. Okay, this is seminar. First strategy is through Bible school we raise leaders and second through seminars. We are trying to give awareness. We are trying to raise people. We had seminar, big seminar in Murray City. Almost 50 people gathered there and we are giving them three, three, uh, three days and nights seminar. So this is what we are doing to raise leaders in Pakistan. Next please. This is also seminar. We have many people <coughs> in this seminar. Next. This is also seminar in, in Karachi city. We, we have seminars in different cities, not only one city. Next. This is uh, Karachi. Karachi is the biggest city of Pakistan. We have Hindu community there. So these are Hindu people, they are not Muslims. They are just poor like Christians. So my friends, my disciples, they are working among Hindu people also. So they are, they are flexible. They are more flexible than Muslims. Muslims are very strong. It's very difficult to evangelize them. But Hindu, they are flexible. They, they accept Jesus. Uh, it is very easy to share gospel with them. Next please. First we are raising leaders, second we are planting churches and doing evangelism and third, we, this is our third project and it is, it is uh, you can say, educating poor children. Most of, the Pakistan, most of Pakistani people, 
especially Christian, they cannot send their children to school. So this is what we are thinking. If we can educate kids or children, it will help a lot. And uh, we don't have school yet, but we are just helping in different ways. Now, in summer, during summer break, we have three months summer break in Pakistan because summer is very long in Pakistan and very, very difficult. We have a summer school for two months. This time we had 60 students. They are coming, we are helping them to complete their homework and teaching them. We have some volunteer teachers. This is what church is doing in Pakistan. This is how we can help people. Most of the parents, they cannot afford home tuition. So we are helping them to, to do that. So these kids, if we educate them, they will be really great Christians. If we have school in the future, I am praying and we will, by the grace of God, if we have school, then we can, we can bring Muslim children and Christian children and, and evangelize them. That is easiest way because when Muslims are, they are, I mean, their children, it is okay. But when they are grown, it's very difficult to share gospel. So we are trying to adopt this. We are doing this. So this will help. Next, this is summer school last year. We had summer school. We are helping. Just we are feeding, trying to feed them. These uh, we are helping these kids just very few. Uh, I mean, in terms of their fee, we are not helping many, but we are doing something for kids. But we pray God will make a way. Next, we are giving them some stationary stuff. Okay, here is persecution. We have okay. Sometimes people think. Maybe all the time, just to go out from here and be a Muslim, they are killing Christians. It is not like that in Pakistan. Now for American, it is very easy to understand how persecution is going in Pakistan. You know, sometimes we, we hear news in Pakistan that some uh, crazy guy, he came and he started shooting people. This is how hap it happens in Pakistan also. We, have, we read in uh, Christian history. There was persecution in, uh, in Christian, uh, Christian history, church history, by the state. But in Pakistan, we don't have persecution from the state. It is from the people, religious organizations. They bring persecution to us. How it happens? For example, there is 295 CBC law, section BC. If somebody speaks against Muhammad or he says something bad about Quran, he will be under 295C uh, blasphemy law and they will put him into prison. And most of the time, uh, police, they cannot have chance, they don't have chance to take him to prison. Mob will raise and they will kill that person at the spot where he is. Where they will find, they will kill it. But Imam, he will go to mosque and they have loudspeaker on mosque because they have to call five time people for prayer. They call it Azan. They have to uh, uh, announce Azan. So 
Imam will go to mosque and he will announce this guy has did has done this thing. He has spoken against Muhammad. Or he, 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 he insulted Quran. Christians cannot do that. Because we are a minority, just 3%. It doesn't make sense. We are just 3%. We are already very afraid. We, are, we don't have power. Who will call his death? Come to me. Nobody. We are not that stupid that we will uh, you can say bring our death. Please come to us. Nobody can do that. Just you imagine among you just two people are Christian, all are Muslim. Two person, what? Two person can do? Nothing. But they falsely accuse Christians that this guy, he spoke against Muhammad, this guy he burned Quran or something. When they have some issue with Christians, they do that. And what will happen? They will burn whole Christian community, our houses. In 2011, we had very bad, you can say, severe persecution in my area. For two months, police was protecting Christians there. And they were stoning our churches and I, I, I got called from a friend at 2 a.m. That Muslim, they, are going, they got chemical, they are going to burn Christian houses. We rescued people at that night. And then for two months, because it was, there were chances that Muslim will burn any time our houses. So police was there to protect us. Some of them tried to protect us, but religious organizations, when they are crazy, they don't care. They are very powerful actually. They, they can threaten, uh, they can threat government also. It's not difficult for them. They can protest against government also and government has to accept their all their demands. They have to accept. So, in 2015 we had persecution, they attacked, terrorists attacked, terrorists they attacked on two churches. This lady, she lost her son and son-in-law. This guy, he lost his brother when they attacked on church. So we went there, we comforted them, we prayed for them. We tried to, you can say, share our Christian brotherhood with them, that we are brothers. This is what we are here in Pakistan. This is what we are here on earth. We have to, you can say, be faithful with God, our Jesus. And we believe that we have greater reward in heaven. I hope it helps. So we went there, me and my friends, we have team. And we went there and prayed for them and shared our Christian love with them. Next please. You know, one, uh, in 2014, Muslims, they burned one couple alive. Just they threw them into a furnace. They burned into ashes. You know why? Because they accused them that they, they burned Quran. But they didn't. Asya Bibi, I was mentioning about Asya Bibi. She's in prison for 9 or 10 years. Her, her kids are already grown now. She is there and suffering. Our one Christian minister, he tried to speak on her behalf. They assassinated him. Then our governor Punjab, he tried to speak. He said, this is black law, 295C. Blasphemy law is black law. They killed him also. And you know who killed that governor? His own guard, bodyguard. 
and he, he was policeman and after killing governor he became a hero he's hero for Muslim and now they have their his tomb they go there and they offer uh, say prayer uh, they call Fatiha <laughs> they do say Fatiha there so this is what happening but oh, in, in my place in my city we all uh, leaders from different churches we gather and we try to protest to be honest they don't care we are protesting or not it doesn't matter they don't care but we anyway we, we protested so this is also protest going on in Pakistan we were many people we, we were protesting on road just we were trying to record our protest that this is not good what is going on here next please then th this is uh, something political some Christian political leaders and Muslim political leaders they gathered together and they had memorial service of that couple they invited me to pray as a pastor I went because I had to go because that's my job so I went I went there and I prayed this is the political stunt you can say it's not it is not going to benefit anyway it will not be beneficial anyway but anyway we did that next so we have many times uh, uh, flood and uh, you can say natural disasters there. So we, we just go there and try to help people. They lost their houses and everything. So we went and we shared Christian love. Same. So he's Muslim guy. We are giving him in the name of Jesus. Jesus loves you. Amen. So they can they can uh, accept because if we are giving some they are okay otherwise maybe they will not care but we gave him something they, they accepted but we told him Jesus loves you so he is getting maybe others two Christians we gave maybe one we are giving him two so that we can show our Christian love to him you, you can see two uh, bags he is he's having next please uh, in uh, in Peshawar city we have Afghan refugees. In 2016, this is part of our outreach and unreached ministry to reach uh, unreached people. So we went there. These are Afghan refugees. We went there. We shared with them. We met them. We had really, uh, you can say, good time with them because they are somehow very poor there also because they are refugees. But somehow. Terrorists, they come and stay, uh, stay with them because they are from Afghanistan. They have relatives there, of course. So they um, now situation is uh, very uh, different. Our army has controlled and they have sent many refugees back also. These are Afghan refugees. Next, please. They are also Afghan refugees. Next. Okay, next, please. Well, she is my wife. So, now, we have three kind of mission in Pakistan. First, we train leaders for Pakistan. We want to spread them in all Pakistan so they can go and do mission and they can make disciple. That's our first mission. And second, we plant churches in remote areas and we evangelize in different parts of Pakistan and we are uh, reaching to unreached people. 
and third we are helping children for education so that we can impact and we can you can educate new generation that's very important uh, if they are educated then situation situation is different if they don't have education then there are more chances they they can become victim you know education is always good to aware people it it gives awareness it equip people it uh, if we, somebody is educated or uh, he has education it, he can make difference anyway so this is what we are doing in pakistan we have persecution no doubt in this all uh, you can say trials and troubles we need you you can stand with us uh, in the beginning i mentioned god asked uh, cain where is your brother he said i am a brother's keeper yes we are sometime west and american people they don't know what is happening in pakistan i want to tell you some very interesting thing and very surprising thing whatever president trump or west is saying it is impacting us directly why they think they are christian and america is christian west is christian pakistanis are christian few months ago president trump said he banned six seven muslim countries we had really tough time in pakistan they were stoning us uh, stoning our churches they were you can say persecuting christians in pakistan because they think because if america is doing something so they are christian they are soft target we can kill them we can give them tough time so we 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 have to price there whatever is happening here we have to pay price there whatever is happening few years ago there was one pastor in your country his name was his, his name uh, terry jones he told i am going to i am going to burn quran you know they raised hell in pakistan they were killing christians they were burning churches they were just painting cross on the road and they were just putting their shoes on that cross whatever is happening in europe even europe you know churches are empty i don't think they are they are christian maybe they have christian culture maybe i don't think they are very faithful but whatever they are doing we have to pay price in pakistan one guy in norway and denmark he painted cross uh, painted uh, cartoons of muhammad and they were as you can say persecuting us in pakistan one guy here he made one video, movie innocence of islam for that reason youtube was banned for 2 years in pakistan because that video was on youtube so just you imagine what we are facing in pakistan whatever is happening here don't think we are safe no what is whatever is happening here it will impact us each and everything which happens here we must have to price pay price there so i would request you we need you we need your prayers you can stand with us i am requesting i am uh, trying to share my story that 
you can come to Pakistan again it's not that every time people are killing there it happens nobody knows when so you can come you can share our vision you can stand with us to train leaders you can stand with us to plant churches pastors are teachers they can come and make disciples and raise leaders with us you can plant churches with us if you are teachers you can help us in education if you are med there are we need everything if you are medical person you can come and do some medical thing in pakistan because many people are sick 85% people are drinking filthy water and many have uh, liver cancer and uh, hepatitis i heard pastor is doctor you can understand so it is affecting so many people they are heart patient my father died in uh, may month of may because of heart disease my one friend he was just 38 he died because of heart problem but it's not just for medical sake we are going to glorify and share jesus through medical yes. we are going to je share jesus through education uh, mission uh, uh, education mission whatever we will do is for sharing the gospel you can stand with us i want to invite you we are there we are we will provide a platform i told pastor can you are coming when you are in pakistan you are my responsibility of you are god's of, of course you are god's responsibility but we are there to uh, take you safe places we know where we have to go where we don't have to go this is time to understand what how we are suffering there so please pray for us stand with us we need you in person and we need your support also you can share our vision we have to win pakistan for jesus christ i, I never thought I, 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 i mean i have been thinking like this that god has special plan for me that's why he's no i am here and no i am more convinced yes god had i had really great plan that's why he was training me we can reach in pakistan and neighboring countries also we can do that yesterday uh, sunday I, i was sharing gospel uh, sharing sermon that going and blessings they go hand in hand jesus told his disciples go and make disciples going is obeying going is obeying if we are not going we are not obeying world is waiting for you they need you god is not go not going to bless the world directly he will bless the world through you he told abraham i will bless you and you will be the blessing for others you will bless the others after noah's flood there was no blessing in concrete form until god uh, chose abraham chapter 12 genesis chapter 12 in three verses there is five time word barak hebrew word barak god just made sure that abraham world will be blessed through you god wants to use you he is looking for people he is looking for people who are ready and who are willing my brothers and sisters are you ready today 
अगेन वी आर नॉट सिंपली हेयर टू बिलीव वी आर हेयर टू बिलोंग वी बिलोंग ईच अदर वी बिलोंग ईच अदर वी आर कीपर्स ऑफ अवर ब्रदर्स एंड सिस्टर्स आई वॉन्ट टू इन्वाइट यू प्लीज प्रे फॉर आर स्टैंड विद अस Stay on back with us. We need backup. We are doing what we can do, but I am sure one is very small number to win uh, to achieve the greatness. One is very small number. If you are with us, we can do. We can do a lot. I guarantee you. If you are with you, if you are with us, we can do a lot. we can change the world we can we can say share gospel with them please pray for us may god bless you amen anybody want to ask any questions at all oh, i think i should be